for joining me today. Um, I hope everybody is doing well in the midst of quarantine life. Um, I live in Tennessee and our stay-at-home order just got extended through the end of April. So, yeah. <laughs> it's certainly for the best, um, and I'm glad that our governor is actually being responsible about it, but at the same time, um, I really miss work. I really miss my clients and my friends, and I'm sure everybody feels that way. So you are not alone if you are feeling like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, just slowly unraveling day by day. <laughs> this will not be forever. Um, also, just a quick note for those interested, I did finally launch my Patreon uh, last night. Um, it's something that I've wanted to do since last year and just didn't have the time, much like I thought that I didn't have time to do a podcast, but now I have all the time in the world. So um, trying to stay busy and stay sane and productive. Um, so I got that launched last night. Uh, the tiers are very affordable. Uh, this podcast will always be available for free. Um, the Patreon just has some extra little goodies for people that are interested in more personal, more educational material, um, more specific types of things. So later today, I will also be posting a supplementary um, video on there related to this episode where we will go into more um, more depth about what this Venus retrograde means for your particular chart. Um, I'll be going over what, um, depending on which house this Venus retrograde is um, landing in for you, how that um, how you can use that, and sort of what to expect. Um, so just some more helpful little specific tools there. Um, and I'll also be talking about potential things that you can do to um, work with your own personal natal Venus. Um, I, I always feel like I have to defend the notion of bad placements. There are challenging placements um, related to Venus, but there are also things that you can do for yourself to kind of mitigate that within your birth chart and within your life. So I'll also be sharing a couple little um, tools related to that kind of work for those interested. So you can find me on um, Patreon as Practical Magic with an underscore between the words um, spelled exactly the same way as this podcast, P-R-A-C-T-I-C-A-L underscore magic m-a-g-i-c-k and i had my first patron sign up last night um, and i'm just really excited and i i really enjoy sharing this material and teaching people because it's been such a great help for me in my life um, and i'm just happy that people are are interested um, it's a great it's a great tool to have so Moving into talking about Venus and Venus retrograde, we're going to start by discussing Venus um, generally as an archetype, as um, a force, and sort of what she means and represents within the birth chart, and then we will go into um, what this specific retrograde um, can be for you. 
So the most popular um, <laughs> representation of Venus and the most shallow representation of Venus is um, that she represents love in a chart. Uh, she is much more nuanced than that. Um, Venus, actually, I think there's a lot of sort of misinterpretation around her because um, like any system of study, you really kind of have to do your homework. So Venus as an archetype, um, if you know anything about Greek or Roman mythology, if you've read any stories about Venus or Aphrodite, she is a very complex creature for sure. Um, and so when people just generally associate her with um, love and relationship, they're missing a lot of the picture. So Venus is much more um, subconscious in terms of how she um, shows up within the chart and within the psyche. She's not emotions. Um, she is value and desire and uh, feeling. And the difference between feeling and emotion is that feeling is very much internal. Um, it's very much within ourselves. It's something that we can choose to share or not share. We don't always understand our feelings. Our feelings are not always logical, but they are always valid because we feel them. Um, so emotion technically is more of the projection and acting out of feelings, which would be more associated with a planet perhaps like Mars that has a more um, masculine energy to it. Whereas Venus is feminine, which means um, it's a more receptive energy. So rather than just indicating our um, love life, she really represents our desires, our subconscious desires, how we assign value, um, how we assign beauty, how we connect on a more visceral, subconscious um, feeling level with things that we find attractive. Um, if you think about attraction, it's almost never a logical, methodical situation. It is very internal and physical and personal and subjective. We can't control what we're attracted to. Now, that isn't to say that um, we can't learn to reevaluate what we're attracted to. For instance, um, you know, hopefully, as we get older, we make better decisions with regards to our relationships and our partnerships. And so we learn that maybe some of the things that we are attracted to aren't so great and that um, we have to sit and question why we're attracted to things that are bad for us, um, which is still very much a subconscious thing. So understanding Venus on the level of relationship is a much slower, more nuanced process than just um, 
looking at what sign she's in. Um, she's very complex. And Venus retrograde is actually a really good time to kind of reevaluate your um, what you find attractive amongst other Venus-related things. Um, and we'll get into that. But So she represents what we find desirable, what we find beautiful, what we find value. She represents our capacity to love based on um, the level of value that we assign to love. So for instance, if you have um, Venus in an air sign, then unless we're talking Libra, um, but even in some cases, even Libra can be this way because it is air. You don't, um, love might not be the number one thing for you, or it's not something that you necessarily, um, it doesn't overwhelm you. It doesn't, um, it's not so full of feelings because air is not terribly, um, feeling in nature. Um, whereas, you know, if you have Venus in a fire sign, you're probably very, um, quick to feel attracted to somebody. You're probably pretty impulsive in your relationships, um, and, and can potentially be even combative and passionate and all those things. Um, Venus in an earth sign is very grounded, um, and gives, very practical material expressions of affection Um, and Venus in water is very soft and gentle but can also be um, overwhelmed by its own feeling in some ways Um, so she translates differently but essentially my point is um, Venus is not just love it's more our value of love Um, our perception of love, as well as just our um, desires in general and what we are inherently attracted to. So Venus retrograde um, is coming up in the sign of Gemini, which is an air sign, from May 13th to June 25th. Venus retrograde is far more complicated and nuanced than something like Mercury retrograde because um, she is much more complex and nuanced than Mercury in the sense that she is um, based within our realm of feeling, whereas Mercury is more um, intellectual. And this isn't, I'm not saying this to imply that feelings are less important or less um, necessary or intellectual as, um, you know, certain mercurial qualities. Um, it's just different. So, um, but in this particular case, Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So there will be that influence there. And then towards the end of that, um, Venus retrograde, we do have a slight overlap with Mercury retrograde, which will be in the sign of Cancer, the sign following Gemini from June 18th until July 12th. So they, there will be about a week of overlap as Venus is sort of finishing up her retrograde cycle and um, Mercury is beginning his. 
So lots of potential for communication and relationship issues. Now, that's not to say that Venus retrograde is bad um, or that you will break up with your partner, but it will undoubtedly be a time of reevaluation. So it's not, um, it's not bad, it, but it does require a bit of homework. So when Venus is direct, she is doing all of her Venus things um, and when she is retrograde, she is withdrawing that influence. Um, and especially in a mercurial ruled sign like Gemini, this is where we might feel um, like our emotions or our feelings are a bit more detached than normal, which can be a good thing in the sense that Sometimes, especially with regards to relationships, we can be too close to something um, in terms of our feelings to really get a true perspective on it. Um, and it's, it can be difficult to always have your emotions and your logic balanced. And so if you tend to be a more emotional person, this could actually be good for you in the sense that Venus will be in an air sign and during this retrograde period, you might not be as um, emotionally driven or emotionally charged. And so you might be able to actually step outside of those feelings and look at this, um, you know, look at your relationship to um, partnerships, to beauty, to desire, um, to worth, self-worth, um, to beauty and things like that, you might be able to get a better perspective on those things while um, she's not having such a direct influence on your feelings. Um, and this might also be kind of uncomfortable for some people if you're used to um, you know, for instance, a water Venus, um, this might feel strange for you and you might wonder maybe if you're a little bit broken because <laughs> you don't feel as much as you normally do, but that's okay. Um, these cycles happen for a reason. So in some ways it's better to lean into that, um, more perhaps analytical, um, side of this Venus retrograde to reevaluate what you want in love, what you want from a partner. Um, Venus retrograde is always to a time of sort of reevaluating your relationships in general. So thinking back on um, past relationships and how you've grown and what you've learned, and then understanding perhaps that there are some lessons that you don't care to repeat. Um, sometimes Venus retrograde can be similar to Mercury retrograde in that you might have exes um, pop up, you know, that just checking in text, um, those seemingly innocent DMs, um, because they're probably doing the same thing and perhaps the person on the other end of that is realizing that they messed up and they are trying to reconnect with you. 
Um, so I always do throw a word of caution out there to watch out for the snakes. <laughs> Um, that you don't have to eat that fruit again. You don't necessarily need to be uh, tempted again into the same thing. Now, one of the other reasons that this happens is because as Venus removes her influence, we might be feeling, um, you could actually be feeling a little bit more needy or a little bit insecure um, in your relationship or just in yourself Ultimately, insecurity in yourself breeds insecurity in relationship because you are projecting that onto your partner. Um, so that might be coming up for you around this time. And again, the reason is to reevaluate your sense of worth, your sense of security, um, how you behave in relationship. What are your expectations in relationship? Um, if you are feeling needy, be brave enough to ask yourself why. Um, and, you know, craving affection and attention and physical contact is not wrong. Um, and especially right now where we're so isolated, I mean, thank goodness, you know, I have my partner at home, I have my son, but I miss my friends. I miss being able to just hug somebody when you see them. These are very natural human needs and desires and impulses. The key with so many things is imbalance. So um, if you are feeling excessively needy, then that means that there is something that you're not getting enough of. Um, there's some way that perhaps you haven't been filling your own cup up, and so you're looking to someone else to do that for you. So it's you know it's fine if you're feeling a little a little more sensitive, um, a little more romantic, all of that, because Venus will be retrograde. That influence won't be there. Um, so the the lack of it will be noticed and will be felt. Um, but if it's sort of going, if it's sort of spiraling into like an irrational territory, um, you might want to sit with yourself and just kind of ask why. Um, and journaling these things out can be really helpful, especially since this is in Gemini. Um, there's something about being able to put something down on paper that kind of not only gets it out of your head, but so often once we either say something out loud or write it down and read it back to ourselves, we realize that we might um, have gone a little too far, that we might be just a teeny bit crazy. <laughs> um, so that, that might be a good exercise to do for yourself if you're having... Um, issues or doubts or, or fears about um, all things Venus related, just write it down. Just get it out of your head um, and give yourself some space from it to really see like, okay, maybe I've blown this completely out of proportion. Another helpful thing to do during Venus retrograde, even though it sounds um, terribly trite, <laughs> Self-care is a big thing, um, especially depending on where your natal Venus is. Um, 
if you're not somebody who's naturally good at that, like me, um, I, I am not great at self-care. I've come a long way, um, but it's not my default setting, if you will. So um, being able to kind of indulge yourself during this time, um, I am hoping that quarantine will be over by then, but who the hell knows? So, um, and this could be something that you start working on now anyway. If you're home, if you're not working, um, do something good for yourself. Take a nice bath. Um, again, the balance thing, I mean, it's it's always good to keep, um, keep things in perspective and not overdo it in the sense of like um, you have to you have to really evaluate what you consider to be self-care in the sense of like you don't want to overindulge in um, foods that are terrible for you um, or alcohol or things like that um, because that can be sort of a not-so-great manifestation of Venus is when she goes um, a little too far in, in, in the realm of indulgence um, and overdoes it. So... But certainly, um, I think we all need a little, a little extra care right now. Um, so finding little, you know, affordable or even free um, things to do for yourself. It doesn't, you know, everybody probably has a couple candles around the house. Light some candles, put on some music, take a bubble bath. Um, and if you're somebody that's not used to doing that, maybe that feels silly but give it a shot. Um, <laughs> Venus is an invitation to receive and enjoy. Um, so something that I've been doing for myself because I, um, not only do I have what is consi considered an afflicted Venus, which I'll talk more about on um, the Patreon video that I'll be posting later today. Um, but my Venus is not in a feminine sign and it's in the sixth house, which, um, is what makes it considered to be, um, afflicted because the sixth house is about work and routine. Um, and then having that on top of a masculine sign, it, it works for me in the sense that it really helps my work as an artist, but it does not help me to, um, connect with my femininity in more physical ways and it doesn't um it doesn't make me good at taking care of myself <laughs> and so those are things that I've had to work on for myself for years because it just doesn't come naturally so um something I've been doing for myself, even though it might seem silly, I get up every morning, I put my makeup on and do my hair. Is anyone going to see it besides my partner? Probably not. Um, but that's not why I do it. I realized after two weeks of living in pajamas and sleeping in and eating a bunch of shit, um, that it didn't, that's not self-care. That didn't make me feel good. I mean, it's fine for a day here or there, but it just, um, thankfully I'm not a depressed person. Um, I'm not somebody who tends towards depression or anxiety, but this has still been hard and I had to make a new routine and just do things very, very deliberately 
that make me feel better and make me feel more put together and motivate me to still do things. Because of course it's so easy to not do things right now. <laughs> um, but you have to be, like watch out for that. Um, be aware of that momentum because if you get too used to being still and sluggish, um, then it's just like this black hole that's really hard to pull yourself out of. So finding something that you can do for yourself to just make you feel better and not like better in an instant gratification sense, but like something truly nourishing, truly helpful that you can do for yourself during that time would be um, very helpful. So um, we also are starting a Venus cycle with the sun. We have um, a Venus conjunction with the sun on June 3rd at 13 degrees Gemini. <clears throat> so um, I will be going into this more on the Patreon um, as far as finding out what house that is for you um, and what that will mean for you and your chart. But generally speaking, um, this is bringing our, you know, the sun is our awareness and the light of consciousness, if you will. Um, so bringing those subconscious, um, that, that feeling, desire, um, sort of almost in some cases carnal nature of Venus into the awareness of the sun. So we have this opportunity to reevaluate and analyze that connection and that relationship that those two planets have. <clears throat> so I have a little um, snippet from this book that I've been slowly digesting um, by Alexander Ruperti called Cycles of Becoming. And he writes about the Venus retrograde cycle um, and also how, like, what that means for um, the Sun-Venus conjunction with Venus retrograde. So he's, he writes, in a general way, Venus retrograde asks a person to detach himself from the natural and compulsive desires and instincts which sway most people. It also demands a release from the habitual pressures exerted on the individual by the cultural, moral, and religious standards prevalent in society. Um, so if you have Venus retrograde in your birth chart, this might not feel um, that different for you, which is probably a good thing. Um, but it's just it's just a period like all retrogrades to reevaluate um, and reconsider, and then as Venus stations direct again, move forward with um, some better having having learned some lessons, if you will. Another thing with Venus retrograde that's pretty common is feeling um, insecure within the body. Um, insecure about the way that you look, you know, feeling kind of down about yourself. Um, it's always recommended to not do anything drastic to your appearance during Venus retrograde um, because 
it, it might seem like a good idea in the moment, but then when Venus, Venus stations direct, you're like, oh, these bangs actually look terrible um, or something of the like. It's just a, a you know, a word of caution um, not to be terribly impulsive with um, changing your appearance as a way to feel better about yourself. Um, I think long-term um, refinement of your aesthetic takes time. Um, otherwise, it just kind of feels like, and don't get me wrong, we've all done it. Like my 20s were plagued with every possible hair color and haircut anyone could ever have. I did it all. <laughs> um, and it was fun. But I'm I'm happy to have, like, moved past that part of my life. Like, I'm glad I got it out of my system. Um, but ref refining your, your aesthetic um, and the way that you present yourself just takes time. So it's like anything where people want a shortcut. It's like, oh, if I do this one thing, suddenly I'll feel better and I'll love myself. And really it's about um, a, a much deeper work that needs to be done on your feelings of security and self-worth and all of that. So, um, yeah, try to be honest and kind to yourself. Um, and, and don't be afraid to kind of sit down with yourself and, and think about any insecurities that you have. Why do you feel that way? Um, what could you do? to make it better. I'm already seeing this um, in various um, manifestations, just like collectively on social media, where um, the silliest thing, of course, is like people are in quarantine, they're super bored, and people are just like dyeing their hair all these crazy colors because they can, because they don't have to go to work. Um, and it's just a feeling of like fun, but also a sense of control and change. Um, being stuck at home feels extremely stagnant. Um, and so sometimes when we're in a position where the only thing we can change is ourself, it's like, oh, I'm going to dye my hair or I'm going to cut my bangs or <laughs> so that's one side of it. And then I've also noticed, um, some women particularly talking about how they want to lose weight, um, and, and all those things. So I think it's important to find a balance between accepting and, and appreciating where you are now in your body, um, as well as just in like your sense of style, um, you know, work with what you have and appreciate what you have. And then if you want to change something, or you want to refine something or um, make something better, you can commit to that in a way that doesn't shame or reject your body. Um, my friend Taylor, who I've had on this podcast before, mentioned something a while back about exercise and how she realized that when she did exercise as a form of like, expression or just an inherent like feeling that her body wanted to move in ways like dancing or um or yoga or whatever you know taking a walk it's like oh my body is telling me that it craves this and so I'm going to respect it 
and do what it's asking of me and acknowledge that need and do it because I love my body and not because I feel ashamed or that. So I think that's one of the reasons that um, things like things like crash diets and um, certain forms of exercise are do more harm than good because they're not they're they're being done a out of insecurity rather than a sincere desire to honor your body right um doing it purely to lose weight instead of doing it to be healthier or to feel better and have more stamina blah 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 all those things um when you do something that is almost mean-spirited and shameful, you know, when the only reason that you're going to the gym, although nobody's going to the gym right now, but you know, the only reason that you're working out is because you hate your body. That's so mean to your body. And I don't think many people think of it that way. Whereas, um, if you're doing something in celebration of that, even if it's not perfect, even if you're not, you know, nobody loves themselves 100% of the time, or they'd probably be a fucking narcissist. Um, (laughs) We all have faults, we all have little insecurities, and that's very normal. Um, But for instance, um, I don't do the treadmill. I fucking hate the treadmill. I hate it. I feel like a, a freaking hamster trapped in a cage. I'm not actually going anywhere. I'm just standing there, moving one foot in front of the other. I'm not seeing anything. I'm not doing anything. I'm just, ugh, I hate it. So I I won't do it. I refuse to get on the treadmill because it doesn't make me feel good. Now that's just speaking for me personally. Other people love it and that's fantastic. I hate it. My body hates it. I hate it. Now, I love to sweat. I love to move. But I don't like to feel like a caged animal. So I love walking. I can walk for like three hours around my neighborhood because I'm actually moving my body. I can look at things. I can look at flowers and trees and people's gardens. I can wave to my neighbors from at least six feet away. (laughs) Um, Or I'll do the rowing machine because it feels fun. I don't know why, um, but you know, my body enjoys that and it makes me feel strong and, and I don't hate it. So there's that. Um, so finding something that you can do that celebrates and appreciates and nourishes your body rather than thinking that what you have is not good enough and that you have to punish yourself and punish your body who does so much for you just because you're not 100% happy with it. So that might be something to think about too. I didn't mean to get a little soapboxy there, but um, it just, you always want people to see themselves the way that you see them. And it, while I appreciate health and I appreciate confidence and feeling good and all those things, I still feel like there are major issues in the way that these things are marketed to women. Um, And these women think that they have to, you know, work out seven days a week and not eat things that are fucking delicious. Or um, it's just this system of like being taught to punish ourselves all the time. And I don't think it's good for anybody. 
Um, but loving yourself is certainly hard to market because then a lot of companies don't make money off of it. And how you find your confidence and how you express that is so um, unique to each individual, but you have to find what works for you. Um, so yeah, just some last minute thoughts there about the themes of Venus and Venus retrograde. Ultimately, Venus is an invitation to enjoy and celebrate. At her highest level, that is what she is about. Um, so finding ways to feel confident and finding ways to truly take care of yourself in a way that um, is not rejecting or dismissive or mean to your body or to yourself. So yeah, um, <laughs> I think that's probably all I have to say today about that. Um, I will be posting the um, supplemental video that goes with this podcast on my Patreon where we'll be talking about um, what this Venus cycle will mean for you related to the house that it will be in in your chart, um, as well as just like a few more personal um, reflections and tools that I have just from my own experience um, on sort of working with your Venus um, and making friends with her and so on and so forth. Um, as well as I'm going to be sharing a couple um, books that I found really, really helpful in relation to this. So if you're interested in that, you can find me on Patreon. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope that everybody's doing okay. Try to be really nice to yourself. It's hard, man. It's uh, I'm just... I'm trying to appreciate whatever this period of time is supposed to be for, but I also really can't wait to, to leave my house and see people and hug people um, and go back to work and just feel normal again. So hang in there, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'll be back soon, I'm sure. Bye.